Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 822 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles, joined today by the same dynamic duo of James Dean Raider and Ben Funky Askren. It's Funky Fresh Week. Everyone is in... in uh, Wisconsin right now. Oh yeah, I forgot. I didn't even look at, I did we even talk about the big commitment yesterday. What's that? The class of twenty thirty seven, Ozzy Man Strong Boy committed to the University of Missouri. Wow. <laughs> now that's that's a that's a violation. That's not good. He's already gonna be in some hot water. You can recruit four year olds, can't you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean I just <laughs> I just heard I heard through the grapevine there was maybe a, a, a an exchange of transformers. That's not permissible. If you're giving them any toys or anything to battle with, that would be an illegal contact. So, any um, toys to battle with? Uh, I don't think he brought any toys. Okay, I think we're good. This, yeah, this could be clear. Good. Congrats to Ozzy Man Strong Boy. He's gonna be a, a Missouri <laughs> Tiger. Quite a scoop for uh, if if Brian Smith coaches Ozzy Man Strong Boy. What what a uh, story. He won't, because after we joked, after we did that picture, uh, I joked that's class. I, I figured it out in my head; it'd be class of twenty thirty seven, likely. Um, and uh, he's like, "Dude, if I'm still there by then, put me out the pasture." I uh, know you say that, but Coach Smith's a hardworking guy. He might maybe tough to get him out of it, but yeah, that would be that'd be a long career. Okay, yeah, for real, we got stuff to get to. We've got the golden ticket tracker that's happening. Um, we've got we've got to do we're gonna do one forty one tiers, which I'm very much yeah. looking forward to. I only to. got like thirty minutes because we got the last session of Plunky Fresh Camp coming up. Um, so I gotta hit that at nine o'clock. Yep. All right. Fine. I guess uh, fine. coach coaching takes priority. No big deal. Oh, so man. let's. Why don't we just jump right into it? Um, hundred forty one tiers. Yeah. Why don't we do it? No vamping. All right. I looked at it. I thought it was pretty good. There's one right away. You guys can say them, but there's one right away that I would say, let's talk about this. Let's talk about love. Okay, so we're going to – well, I hear Tier 1 has two people in it, which is interesting. Real Woods and Cole Matthews. And then there's a big Tier 2 and a bigger Tier 3. Tier 2 comprised of Jacob Berglund, All-American CJ Composto, Andrew Ramirez, Clay Carlson, Alan Hart, and Casey Swiderski. Ben – who is the name you wanted to talk about? Swiderski. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, isn't it? I, I think, and I think we, I, I'm trying to remember who we were talking about yesterday. Um, 
but I mean, he just hasn't proven himself in folk style at a high level um, against these guys who are really good on top and bottom. And when you look at that that list, there's a bunch of guys who are really good on top and bottom. So I do. I think he has the potential to be in tier two or maybe even higher. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the case. Do I think I feel comfortable putting him there uh, right now? No, I really don't. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a projection by uh, by JD certainly, but I think well if, it, if we're man, projecting then that well, hard. It's, it's, I mean it's all conjecture and projection at this point. You know you're you're estimating, and I think from a talent perspective, I think he's among peers. You know I put him in tier three at first, and then I was looking at one thirty three. Dresser called you. Yeah, Dresser called me up. Metcalf <laughs> got me on the phone, uh, and I was looking at. Mendez and Buzakis, and I put them in the tier with tier two with other guys. And I was like, so why would I not put Swiderski in tier tier two? Well, perhaps uh, I don't think Jesse Mendez or Nick Buzakis maybe are tier two either. That's that, that could be fair. Was that could be TBD. That is TDB I mean, for sure. Yeah, it's it is tough because obviously for as far as the senior senior level competition goes, like. Um, you know, men is about in the streets and he's got some pretty damn good wins. But again, I brought this up. It's still not folk style. And we have seen a handful of prospects who, I mean, Anthony Valencia would be number one, right? He was freaking fire his senior year of high school in freestyle. I think he beat a couple of NCAA champions and he turns around and he just never was that guy in folk style ever. Well, he was never that guy you know? in freestyle really either after that. I mean, his his freestyle results, even they never. Okay, so he was like here, right in high school, and you expect most guys to just keep going like this. Um, but his freestyle results were kind of always better than his folk style results, just yes. kind of across the board. He would, you know, take like round of 12 at NCAs and then go take third or fourth at the U.S. Open in freestyle. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, 100% true. I mean, he beat, he teched IMR twice. He beat, uh, yeah. He teched. Tyler Caldwell, um, he had some yeah. other. He beat. I mean, of, look at right below Swiderski, Carter Young. Yeah, the exhibit A. I mean, right Carter there. Young is is yeah, the most recent one. example. I mean, Seth Gross, Nishan Garrett, Tyler Graff. He beat them all in one tournament. One tournament. The difference was though that that was like an outlier performance for Carter Young. Valencia had done this like he had shown that he was very good at freestyle. Carter Young. Was not that dude before 2021? Wilton Charles, that was 2021. Yeah, no, I mean, he was good at freestyle, but not. They were, that was just shocking yes. when that happened. That was totally, I don't know. And it proved to be an outlier performance since. Yes. Um, which is also a separate kind of thing. Like, how often does that happen? An outlier performance yeah, would be three NCAA weird, champs? Huh? Like, what kind of. Yeah, then, be, that's just like in the class all its own. Yeah, because he did. I mean, he wrestled at the tri junior trials, and he was like good, but not great. He did not make the team. Vince Cornella beat him for the team. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so, so, and then that's weird. You know, you can factor in the backside stuff or the weigh in or what, whatever. But still, there's no. I can't think of an example of this happening. Um, with, with someone that kind of a run, and then you know the folk style just sort of didn't. Add up, yeah. Now he was a true freshman, and you just look at and Carter. He might have been in the wrong weight class, also. That's a that is a definite theory. He he. I mean, you look at him; he still looks like 
a, a boy, right? He doesn't look yes. like he's like a full grown uh, man full at this point. Full grown man. Which, I'm 40. Which he ain't. He ain't yet. But he's a beast for sure. So yeah, this is man. This this weight is so nuts to me. Yeah, because um, I got I got real woods uh, rest of stat pulled up. He and he lost his last three matches at NCAs. The three guys being Nick Lee, Sebastian Rivera, and then Cole Matthews. But then Cole Matthews, he obviously has had some really good wins and he had a good NCAA performance. But the um, lines here in this. It, Weight for the tears are very blurry. Yeah, like I'm like yeah, very blurry. Could could a Berglund beat Cole Matthews from your woods? Yeah, yeah, Seemingly. I think it could. Yeah, but it's also like so Cole Matthews lost to Demilio. He lost to Composto. I don't know if you guys remember his first round match with with uh, Zargo. It was treacherous, um, and then he lost to Keyshawn Clark and Grant Willits. So I mean, who is this? Uh, this is um, Cole Matthews. Okay. Like having having him in tier one uh, feels strange to me. Man. So it's almost like tier one and two should be put together, but also it's yeah. like should like. I do feel like I know I I think you did it right. Man. I think there's although there's not as much separation here as like a it's not like Carter and Mackay. It's not a one thirty three where it's like okay Dayton and Roman. Yeah, well that, and then you got that's as yeah. stark a drop off as you might yeah. see. In a yeah, class. I mean, dude, uh, in. Tier two, Caposto has some really bad losses. Oh, I mean, he was totally out of nowhere to place. Yeah, and then I I totally forgot this match. Um, he got ticked 16, 16 to zero by Real Woods. Do you remember that match? I don't remember. No, that that's probably not a match anyone's focusing on. That wasn't on anyone's radar. That yeah, these are two All Americans or or whatever. Um, yeah, I just remember his epic match with Stevan in the round of twelve. Just like back yeah. and forth, crazy crazy match. But Caposto is someone. The the while his season it, it was you know it's, it speaks for itself but the end was 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 fantastic but this is a guy who was very under the radar coming out of of high school great yeah. development already uh, in basically a year so mm-hmm. you can project some more growth for him for sure so I think he I think he's a good good fit at tier two a guy yeah. i want to talk about right now is someone we always we Uh-oh. often talk about no it, don't do it don't no do i'm it. not doing it yet i'm not i'm not there yet you're not doing that yet it's another guy that we talk about a lot his name's boo alirez and he's someone we were very we're frequently very high That's on another he's one another freestyler and so talking with troy nickerson uh and this is an interview i did with with coach nickerson at at the convention he said that Alira's is like, you know, obviously he's a freestyler. He loves freestyle. It's his favorite and best style. And he took this off season and said, no, I'm not doing any freestyle competition. I'm just solely focused on getting good on the mat, getting better off bottom. He got pinned by Berglund in the round of 12 with, with legs. He's not a mat wrestler. He's just a takedown guy. So he's definitely taking his results and – Making changes. Who did he beat in freestyle? He beat Nick Lee. Didn't Nick Lee he? teched him. Twenty twenty oh nationals. When he was in high school. When he was in high school. Well, right? no, it was at uh, it was in Minnesota. I remember he got the lake. He got the lake. Well, wasn't Alira still stand. in high school? He, yeah. He also won like that first uh, tournament in the Extreme Arena. Uh, Senior nationals. I thought he. Um, I can't remember. 
can't remember who he beat exactly. Hey, where's that? What's that site you go to for the USA? He was actually pretty darn good last year when I'm looking through his. Oh, yeah. He was not bad. No, he was very, I mean, very consistent. He actually lost to the same couple guys. He lost to Clay Carlson. He lost to Real Woods. Clay Carlson. Uh, he actually beat Clay Carlson. Then he lost to Composto and Berglund. He beat McKenna in freestyle. Twenty twenty senior nationals. Dude. He beat Evan yeah, Henderson, bro. Yaya totally Thomas, Joey McKenna, Mitch McKee, Josh Heil. Oh my gosh! That's what sometimes these freestyle things they just it, the, most of the time there's a strong correlation. Most of the times uh, they match up. There's sometimes they just don't match up. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's strange with Andrew because. He does have a great transition for from the lace, but he takes guys down. You know, he gets he gets leg attack takedowns is a big, you know, part yeah. of his success. Um, he doesn't have like some freaky though, chest round. Great lace tra- yeah, I think he had great lace transitions in freestyle, which was a was a big part of it. Yeah. So, but I, I say that to say this is a guy who is addressing his weaknesses head on. He's really trying to get better at the. Areas where he's not been able to score and get mm-hmm. to the next level. A guy of his caliber should have should have been on the podium at this point in his career, in in my opinion. You think and that would be a good uh, answer for our question yesterday? Best oh, first time, yeah. A. yeah. And best and we, when you want to talk about the the best, the highest po- potential finish for a first time AA, you look at this weight, and I, I mean, That's, I can't. Yeah. There's not a guy he can't beat here, right? Now it's Bo been, Bartlett. He might not be able to beat Bo. That's a good point. But other than that, there may be no one else. He's right Did there. Bo wrestle though. this spring and summer at all, or no? Yeah, remember he uh, he was he was beating Ian no, Parker no, no, bad, no. and then he he gassed it. Or I don't know if he gassed. Bo Bartlett. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. He Bo was, Bartlett. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ian Parker gassed yeah, Joey McKenna. I remember that one. Where where yeah. what tournament? It was a World Team, World Team Trials Challenge in Coralville. Yeah, Ooh, five to five. Okay. Yeah, five five. He, was, I think he might have been up four zero or five zero. And then same thing happened at Junior Trials. He was up. Was it Demilio? He Not was up. this year. Two years ago. I don't think so. I think he wrestled Demilio at, at yeah, Trials. He, he lost eight to oh, six. Demilio you, you, fought him. Not Junior. Not Junior. U twenty three. Yes, U twenty threes. Correct. Okay. They, they but they were together. Got it. Oh, that's place. why it's confusing. Um. Yeah, D'Amelio Fordham. Yes. Mm, yes, carried yep, him. I yep, think. Yep, yep. So, yeah, but Bo. So he has been doing a decent amount of freestyle. But now he's coming mm. back down, or coming down, wrestling one forty one. Um, I this uh, tier three is interesting because you've got a lot of talent. You've got Carter Young and Bo, who are very talented. Uh, you got Ryan Jack. Um, Obviously. D'Amelio, who beat Bo. And then, yes, D'Amelio. Zargo was coming on at the oh, end. Good matches. Yeah. If... Bro, how didn't you mention that Bo Bartlett tech Matt Kolodzik? That would have been a good result for you to bring up, Christian. I, I just figured it, everyone knew that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good result for him. Yeah, it is. I even One put of in, many. I even put in the doc that tier, I could have, some of these, like, I could be convinced, like, Tier 2 is basically just all these dudes. But it's like so, Tier 2. Let the, me, uh, these I guys have kind of proven it a little bit more. Honestly, Swiderski should be in Tier 3 looking at the, yeah. you know, think about hey. Bo, like, what 
just take stuff from the folk style mat out of it, out of the equation, or take it, the D1 stuff out of the equation, and you look at someone like Bo or Carter, and basically all the hype and energy that would surround them had they not wrestled folk style at this point would be equivalent to like what Swiderski's done. So I think mm-hmm. Casey probably fits in tier three. Um, and then I um, think Bo has some good results at, uh, at U 23s. Just uh, he beat Clay Carlson. Um, his, he did lose to Riz Love it though. And then the Demilio loss that you talked about. Yeah. He, he's good. Hey, can I ask um, a question real quick? Well, of course, Ben. So when I think about tiers, here's what I think about. I think about tiers are clear separations between two people or, right? So when I think about them, I think like, uh, say, Dayton Fix It and Rome Bravo Young, which he says is clear as day. I think about it that if you took someone in this tier and had them wrestle someone in this tier, the guy in the upper tier is going to win, say, 80% of the time. It's not guaranteed because mm-hmm. nothing's guaranteed, but like a really, really high percentage of the time that that person in the upper tier is going to win that match. Um, is that how you guys think about it or no? Because when I look well, at this weight, I'm like, I don't see it. I think, I think in general, that's what you would want an even a more even distribution. I think what a weight like this presents is not that. There's not a lot of guys that are 80 percent to beat the guys below in yeah, the second tier. Really not. Um, I do think. I mean, in Honestly, is real. I think real and maybe Cole are two guys that I think they would win reliably yeah. against tier two and, and below. Mm, pretty, I don't. I disagree on Cole. I mean, is he going to win more than half? I think I'd put my money on right. If you said, mm-hmm. "Hey Ben, Cole Matthews is going to wrestle Clay Carlson ten times," is who's going to win more? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cole Matthews. Okay. But eighty percent, yeah, no way. Not eighty, yeah, it's gonna be like six four, maybe. It could be five five. I don't know. It's close. Well, I think in an ideal, well, maybe it's not ideal, but it would be a lot easier if there was that separation. But there's a weight like this, yeah. and it's it's not there. So then well, the the bar for separation is lowered. And you can't put or, real on tier one island. Yeah. No way. You can't because he just lost to Cole Matthews. So, <laughs> exactly. but, I, mean, so, I mean, that's where I would go is like um, yesterday we went on it down to two tiers, and I thought that was really fair and correct. So it's like, do you force multiple tiers when they're really not there? You know, it's like, eh, it's not really there. Like, even Real Woods, like, okay, he's the favorite to me against all of these guys in tier two. But, like, if uh, – is it a Monday headline if Alan Hart beats Real Woods? I don't think so. Is it a Monday headline if Lyra's beats Real Woods? I actually think that's happened, right? Is it happened? Yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, I'm not. Sure. I don't think it's happened. Okay. Like, but um, it would definitely be a Monday headline like, if CJ Composto did. That would be. So maybe we bump CJ Composto down, or we are we raising him up too high just given on his NCA tournament, and that's it. And he even did like with Berkman, some other guys in this list couldn't. Um, which was placed last year. Yeah, it, it's tough to throw those guys out when they're all none or without blemish. You know. Yeah. I mean, he uh, composter lost to Casimir at EIWAs. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm looking. At, I'm looking right now at Berglund's wrestling set. He was not. He's like okay, but he's not great. Lose to Clay Carlson. Lost to Grant Willis. Lost. Got major by Clay Carlson. Beat. Got beat by Clay. He lost three times to Clay. Yeah, Carlson. you want to know who I think the class of this? Yeah, I, I think it's real. I think it's Cole. I think 
um, Alirez, Carlson, Hart, Berglund would be like my order. Then Composto. Tough, dude. It's tough. Yeah, Alirez lost to Real Woods 5-4 at the scuffle. That was mm-hmm. the finals, wasn't it? No. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I... Not not an easy one by by any stretch. Yeah, he Lewis has a hard time with Carlson. Those two have had some yeah. crazy. He beat him battles. once. Hart Carlson and Alirez wrestle each other quite a bit and love to beat yeah. each other. They they do. Composto's um, uh, big, big and as I say, make this list. Composto beat Alirez at NCAs and tiebreakers. So you have to figure the mm-hmm. mat was a factor there. And then Berglund pinned him with legs. Old cross body ride. Yeah, I mean Composto's the one that I feel. he lost ten zero to he lost ten zero to Berglund. He got tech five tech fall by Real Woods. Uh he lost to Casimir multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He's that's it's tough leaving him in tier two. Yeah. You can throw him out. Yeah. Dude, this is way <laughs> this a disaster. It's crazy. It's, it's so crazy. Bad. What yeah. in the world? This podium, man. Predicting it that now. That was a Wisconsin be... po- podium. Podium. Oh, every now and again there. Um, there's there's a lot of freshmen coming into this weight that are yeah. going to be that could be interesting. Um, one shout yeah, out to I'm Jordan even... Titus, West Virginia. I'm excited to watch him. Jumpy he, too. Oh, yeah. He's very Come tough. Out. And I was also uh, going to say Lachlan McNeil. If Bo Bartlett or. Dylan D'Amelio beat these guys in tier one. It's really not that surprising. Yeah, that's a great, great point. Yeah. Where, so we've come to the conclusion there are no one... tiers at this weight. Yeah, it's tier. <laughs> it's tierless. It's tier. It might be tier. I mean, can heavy. you imagine <laughs> the only tiers Joe are going to be beating Dayton Fix? D- no. It's, <laughs> unfa- it's unfathomable. That's what I'm. That's what we should feel like. That is what I feel like. But you can't. Not every weight has a freaking world silver medalist and Roman Bravo Young in it. Okay. Uh, can you imagine Joe Heilman beating uh, Michael McGee or Lucas Bird? No. I have a hard time with that one. I have a hard time with that. Yeah. Uh, so so here's – there's a lot of new names that could have um, yeah. impact. Okay. You've got Swiderski, Crookham. Which we think Kirkham's going 41? I think so. Okay. Ethan Miller from Maryland. Uh, Jordan Titus, who I mentioned. Lachlan McNeil, who I'm really excited to watch. Um, he wrestled Sebastian. This is freestyle. He's he's good at freestyle. He's good at folk style, too. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he wrestled Seabass to a 4-2 loss recently. Wyatt Henson will get his crack at 141. No. No. WrestleSet has Wyatt Henson at 33. What? Um, if he could go 33, why didn't he go 33 for Iowa? And why did he transfer when Real Woods? That that would be my thought as well, which is why I put him in there. I So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, maybe there's something going on there. I don't know. They have um, they do have Magical there, and I know they did get Moshe Schwartz coming in, and he's going to go 41. Um, who is the the new guy that uh, wrestled forty one for them last year? New York kid. Uh, was it, he's skinny skinny kid, right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, 
It starts with McDougald. Yeah, McDougald. Willie McDougald. No, that's 49. 49. I was thinking of... um, McDougald's 49. I was thinking of... uh, What, Jacob Butler? Is that his name at 41? Uh, Maybe so. I think it is. Okay, so a lot of new names. And, man, if you're a young... And also Sammy Alvarez. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What about Sammy Alvarez? What about him? I mean... Listen. What's he been doing? Uh, sounds like training wrestling. <laughs> Have uh, you cor- seen him in any matches? Uh, did you no. wrestle any matches last year? You wrestled a couple. Yeah, he uh, he got too big for. I'm looking. Tell me he wrestled. He did. He wrestled. He was eight and two. Ma- uh, Ten matches. He lo- He got pinned by Anthony Sabatka, and pinned by Carter Bailey. Pinned by Frank Sabatka. <laughs> this is about Those are not Frank Sabatka. Results, boys. Well, boy, I'm not selling my stock on him. He's 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 showing. Could you be selling at a significant loss at this point in time? I'm I'm holding on. He's going up back to a weight. Listen, this guy beat Ridge Lovett at the Big Ten Championships. Oh my God, he did. He did nine three, sir. Wow, wow. He lost, he wrestled Seth goes to a nine six match. Hmm. Uh, lost to Piotrowski. I think he couldn't beat Piotrowski. I think he always lost to him. Um, I'm looking back through his weight. He beat Mickey Phillippe 6-3. He beat Cam Sakura 5-4. He had some good wins, but, I mean, let's let's look at the most recent he results. He outgrew the weight. I understand. He still got decked by Anthony Sabakker, and who was his other dude he got decked by that I didn't know? Carter uh, Bailey. He actually it says he's fifteen, so I'm just gonna assume he's actually good, but I don't know Anthony Sabacher. I don't know him. I haven't I he he got thrown. I think he got headlocked or whatever, if I'm remembering the Not an excuse okay. or anything, I'm just saying I think that's what happened. I mean Listen, if he was if he was if he really outgrew the weight, why wouldn't he have just wrestled back up at one forty one last year? I don't know. I mean he outgrew it at uh yeah, I don't know. I mean you got Sebastian Rivera so but he was—he's a backup. He didn't start, or probably redshirted actually. Right? I don't know. Who are you talking about right now, Sammy? I'm talking about Sammy Alvarez. He didn't redshirt. He—he he was a starter for them for a significant portion of the season, then outgrew the weight. And they, I think start, they shut him down. Stop making that. weight or what? I mean, he didn't make weight after the last—the last match he had was December 29th. Yeah, I think they just like packed him in after that. Listen, it wasn't a great. It wasn't a great year for him. And he wasn't going to start okay. at forty-one, so I don't know what happened. But okay. I think you're, you if you discount this guy, um, amongst the names that we're we're listing right now in these tier two and tier three, Christian, you have this very logical side of yourself, but then you also have this highly sentimental portion of Christian Piles, where if you saw this dude and they were a freaking beast in high school, That's you a, can't let it go. You're I'm like, giving, but I saw it. No. No, that's not what's happening here. I'm citing. I'm happening. citing big tension. I don't. I couldn't name a Sammy Alvarez win from high school. I barely follow these guys until they get to the next level. Do I need? Do I need to say it? Do I gotta say it? Joey Silva. <laughs> he probably even started because Joey Silva's gonna whoop him up. That's possible. <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> now Joey's going thirty-three, or he's got to deal with Heil- Heilman. I think. Oh man. I don't. Uh, well, no, I'm citing college results. I I haven't it was said three it. years ago now. Yeah, he was really good. You're you're correct. He was really good that year. But 
we have not seen anything similar in in two seasons now. Well, we'll see. I mean, so the yeah. the the things we have to question are, are why did he lose his motivation to be good at wrestling? Is he not working as hard? That is possible. Happens to a lot of college that, kids. That happens to college kids. Did he simply outgrow the weight and just had discipline issues? Um, that is possible. That possible. is possible. Um, not everyone's made to to cut a significant amount of weight. He had to go 133 last year. He had to. There was yeah. no spot for him at 41. So he made it half the year, did not go well, and then he stopped trying to make it and just focused on next year. So it remains to be seen. I think he's squarely in Tier 3 and, and a, a guy with Tier 2 potential for sure. I mean, if you told me... Okay, maybe, I mean, if I'll put him in Tier 3 with these guys. Tier, tier 3 is we have 1, 2, I mean, Wyatt 3, Henson's 4, in there. 5, 6, Vince 7, Cornell is 8, in there. 9, 10, 11... We already have twelve in tier three. Might as well put anyone who starts look, in all of America. Uh, no, look, look at the results. <laughs> these are these are NCAA qualifier <clears throat> caliber guys. But um, uh, I mean, I thought, yeah. I mean, okay, we'll just leave it. It's fine. Yes, these guys are all similar skill levels. Sammy should be in here for sure. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of names that are not currently ranked that end up climbing high. Yes, there's there's a there's a lot of of talented wrestlers here that have not proven maybe relative to their skill level. Yeah, to use that's fair. Better word to use better words for Ben, so he doesn't start twitching because I said the word talent. You said it so many times today, and I, I you know I held myself back from commenting. I know, I know. <laughs> we we won't redo hey. that. Oh shoot, you got to go soon. Day forty five. I got to go teach him uh, the last morning of scrambling. Um, so I'll see you guys next week. We'll do some more tears for fears, or what are we doing? We had, we had junior worlds. Let's see, that's like the end a of week next and a week, half right? or so. I don't think I'll be yeah. here Thursday. You're going I'll to junior heading. worlds? Oh my gosh, <laughs> where is it? Bulgaria, Sofia, Bulgaria. Yeah. When in doubt, you can guess two places for UWW events. If you guess Sofia, Bulgaria, or Budapest, Hungary, there's a Those better than 40% chance that the event is going to be there. You can toss an Istanbul. Istanbul, yep, that's hot in the streets. They love it. Um, haven't been to, back to Tashkent yet. I don't know. It might be out. Yeah. It might be out of the rotation. Uzbekistan. Well, they uh, were bribing referees and whatnot, right? Uh, it was a great tournament. Um, so yeah, you'll I mean, be going to happen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So hey, a quick one today, but we had a good time. It was good. Oh, you guys are leaving too. I thought I was just leaving. Yeah, you know, we will, without you, what what is the show, Ben? Ah, you know? right. No, have a good camp. Maybe we'll talk All for right. a little bit, but no, it's time to go. It's it's go time. Thanks, Ben. Thanks to you. Watch who's number one this weekend. Oh my gosh, I meant to play that thing. Should I pull it back? Should I undo? It? Um, you should watch this. We can stop <laughs> the stop the music. The music's got to stop. I'm un. I ruined it. Uh, no, you didn't ruin it. I ruined it with my my ever failing memory. So I hope you're still here. Um, if if you heard the music and you just reflexively just tuned off, then that was just on me. Um, hopefully, you looked at your thing and said, "Oh wow, this went several minutes longer after music." I should see if he talked about. It. If you're one of those pe- people, great. So on Sunday, you know I don't pump the other sports. This is a wrestling podcast. I get it. So I don't. I try not to pump. I pump like the reality show because I thought, hey, maybe they'll be interested in this. This thing Sunday is is one of a kind. It is 
the biggest match in jiu-jitsu history. It is Gordon Ryan versus Felipe Pena. Gordon is like our Sajaliyev, but Matt, instead of like the humble, you know, respectful Russian, this is just like the biggest trash talker on Instagram and in real life, like the sport has ever seen. And also he's got the dominance of Sajaliyev. Taking on Felipe Pena, who is the guy who has beaten him not once but twice. And Gordon has never defeated him. This is a match no one ever thought was going to happen. It had been written off. Ever since I've been working with grappling, everyone said, this match will never happen. Felipe will never take this match. Well, he took the match. And it's on Sunday. And this video is absolutely fire, whether you like jiu-jitsu or not. Um, I hope you'll watch it. I'll leave you with this. It's Sunday. Um, at seven, I want to say, uh, please, please watch and please watch this. We'll, we'll leave you with this. Thank you. On August 7th, the grappling world will stand still. Two of the sport's most bitter rivals will finally settle the score at the biggest who's number one event of all time. It wouldn't be historic without the sport's most significant star, Gordon Ryan. Any of these pussies in the top five, top ten, whenever any of you want to compete, let me know. The brash, talented, and confident 27-year-old black belt has single-handedly transformed the sport. With 55 straight victories, an unmatched submission rate, and the title of who's number one heavyweight champion, Gordon Ryan has earned his nickname, The King. Oh, man, it's a bad day for the haters today. <laughs> there is the finish. Gordon Ryan with the submission. Even Gordon's most vocal detractors have all fallen silent. His greatness has become undeniable. Gordon has continued to pick off submission wins over veterans, contenders, and the new generation of phenoms. His list of challengers have grown quieter and quieter, all reluctant to come for the crown until now. Felipe Pena isn't afraid of anyone, especially not a competitor he's already defeated twice. A multiple time world champion in jiu-jitsu, Pena is on his way to becoming one of the greatest champions Brazil has ever produced. Felipe has not only beaten Gordon, he's the only man to ever submit him in black belt competition. If Gordon has a kryptonite, it might be Felipe Pena. And before the career of this legendary grappler is over, he has his sights set on defeating the king one more time. On August 7th, two fierce adversaries will take to the mat, destined to cross paths once more. One is eager to avenge his past mistakes. The other relishes the opportunity to silence the biggest trash talker in the sport. When the dust settles in Dallas, Texas, one will walk away with victory. The other will suffer a devastating loss. One way or another, someone will tap out. And someone will carry the crown for years to come. This is true submission only. This is the best fighting the best. This is the road to who's number one. Gordon Ryan versus Felipe Pena 
three. So that's the uh, what's the industry term, the pre-title for our um, basically film about this match. So you can watch that for free on YouTube or on the site. We even have a version with Portuguese translation. I know many of you are, uh, speak fluent Portuguese listening to FRL, so you could watch that version. Um, so yeah, just it's called Road to Who's Number One. If you want to watch that full video, it's very good. Um, and most of you, I'm, I'm pre- I think probably almost all the FRL listeners are subscribers. You are into this, and it's hard to be into wrestling without a s- subscription. So I say that to say you can watch this for free on Flow Grappling if you've already, if you're already a subscriber. If not, please. Uh, and if, you, if this is what gets you over the edge to subscribe to Flow, that would surprise me. But uh, you should. You can watch it for free on Sunday night. It'll be great. Um, man, I, th- I think I watch promos like this and stories telling like that, and I'm like, man, I want this in wrestling so bad. Uh, but it's a lot harder to do in wrestling for a variety of reasons. Uh, I hope you guys do check it out. I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. Um, it's a who's number one, biggest who's number one. It's our event. We made it, created it. You can go to Dallas if you want to. You can go to you Dallas. Can get in. Tickets are sold out. It is sold out and was sold out like immediately. There are people, just so you understand, like there's people hitting us up like, can we sell, can we Can we mop the mats? Can we, just people just want to be in the building for this this match. It is like, it's the talk of, of the entire sport. Rogan, I don't know if I should say that. Someone's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Maybe not, though. I don't know. Who's to say? He may not show. He's very busy. Um, people will be there. People will be watching. It's going to be gonna be a lot of fun. And, yeah, Keith, I need this in wrestling, too. I often talk about the differences, and it, it's frustrating that I work with both sides, and I see, like, just how down the athletes are and how much they get it, and then it's, like, wrestling. It's just, like, pulling teeth to do cool stuff. Um, but, you know what? We're in it for the long haul, so we'll get there. Right, JD. That's right. That's JD's job, actually. He's a podcaster, and he's just gonna like revolutionize the sport, so we can have who's number one type stuff on wrestling. So far, heads of NCAA and IOC, you better watch out. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming for you. All right, so that's it. Now we're done. We could play the music twice, so <laughs> I know it's your favorite music because the show's over. There it is. Um, and yeah, that was Tim Kennedy narrating. He's a, f- a friend of uh, Flow Grappling. Uh, which is cool. He's a cool guy. And that's it. That's it for this week. We hope you guys tune in Sunday. We will be back Tuesday. JD will be packing, but he's going to come in between packing sessions. Thanks to Tyler for producing. Thanks to Ben for leaving early. Like an absolute fraud. And we did five minutes extra, like real tough guys. We love tough podcasting. Don't let anyone tell you any different. See you Tuesday. Thank you. Goodbye.